Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels, episode 234. This is Finding Anna Week. And today we're going to talk about big changes. So there's a portion of the plot or the story where Anna moves from being more of a socialite and having a great social life and hanging out and partying with sort of famous and wealthy people to having a dream which really requires her to get access to high finance, right? She's trying to get finance to um, create this art gallery, facility, museum uh, type vision uh, at very expensive Manhattan real estate uh, with lots of investment and artists. And this is something that really is going to require more than just getting someone to pay the bill for you but getting banks and investment bankers to hand over large sums of money to your investment. And it's interesting, she goes through a shift during this time after having difficulty uh, getting that financing where she loses the baby doll dresses and the blonde hair and begins to go for a much more sophisticated look. So everything from her hair to her clothes to her accessories become drastically changed. And she even starts to model um, her look after an older uh, high society woman who's kind of taken her under her wing and becomes friendly towards her and starts to sort of channel that person as she gets into more conversations with the f- financiers and the lawyers who hold the keys and could be helpful for her to get this financing. And actually, it makes a big difference in her uh, success and the way people perceive her. I know they always say don't judge a book by its cover, and I think that's good advice. However, I also think that people do draw inferences and judge you very much so from what you project on the outside from the cover of the book. So if you want to be taken seriously and people who are generally taken seriously have uh, a certain way of presenting themselves. Uh, I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm saying it becomes harder for you to do that if uh, you can't project that same image or if you choose to project that a different image than what is expected. And just pausing for a second to talk about this from a diversity perspective, that can be very difficult, right? If the thing that is expected is something that you can't change, like the color of your skin, the way your hair is, your accent, um, you know, what part of the country or what part of the globe you're from. And that expectation is very set in one thing that you cannot change about yourself. I mean, short of being a chameleon or body morphing or, you know, getting some drastic, ridiculous plastic surgery, you can't do that. You're you. uh, And if your expectation doesn't match uh, what the expectation is, then what I always like to say is, you know, you have a problem, right? You're starting from behind uh, versus someone else who does meet that expectation. Now, that can be overcome. Um, however, it's overcome in the sense you first have to acknowledge that you do have a problem and then start to work 
on the things that can overcome it. And that's a great um, topic perhaps for uh, a different podcast uh, in terms of connection and diversity and the three things you can do uh, to really combat um, this sort of, I call it the diversity dilemma, right? Do you, um, do you try to be more like what is expected and lose your authentic, most powerful self, which is not great for you or the organization? Or do you unabashedly be yourself, however, in a way that it's not going to be received well and risk sort of hurting your chances because uh, people don't really receive people like you very well in that sort of space. So there is a way forward. Um, we don't have time to talk about it for this episode, but definitely on another episode, I'll share a little bit more uh, about how to crack the diversity dilemma. Well, today, what I'd love for you to do is think about a big change that you'd like to make uh, and what were some things that you could shift about yourself to help facilitate that change, right? It could be superficial, right? It could just be the way you present to the world. Um, it could be more procedural, right? It could be a habit. It could be what time you go to sleep or um, how you interact with people or the things you do during the day. Uh, and find a way where you can actually make a change to sort of help you shift into that new thing rather than expecting that new thing to come to you and happen just because it'd be a great idea and you would love to do it. And really see how you have a lot of power to influence change and change in yourself as well as change in how others perceive you by things that you can control because that's the best place to start. The things that you can control about yourself are always going to be more effective than trying to change other people because they're the only ones that can change themselves, right? They have control over how they change. My name is Joe Kwan. Again, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Finding Anna Week. want to wish you a happy Friday. And before we get started, just want to share something a little bit embarrassing. Uh, earlier this week, I think it might have been Tuesday, I you know announced I'm using a new mic and I wanted to see how it was uh, sounding and one you know asked you to let me know how it sounded. And then I remember listening to the first few episodes of it uh, the previous days and thinking, wow, this mic doesn't sound as clean and clear as I thought it was or previous testing of it. And then what I realized was the reason why it didn't sound as good was I hadn't changed the input to the mic, which I'm using now, um, but I was actually just using my laptop mic and because it wasn't positioned and I wasn't really 
intending to use the laptop mic, the sound was actually um, not as good. Um, and it certainly wasn't the sound that was coming from the microphone. So anyways, uh, one thing I love about doing a lot of episodes and doing this often is I get to make mistakes and fix them before I do something else. And I do have um, a new uh, podcast that I'm thinking about doing. It may also be in video and I'm going to use the mic for that. And that would just be so horrible if I recorded a whole bunch of those episodes, not realizing, realizing I was using the wrong microphone. So now I've prevented that and I've made my mistake uh, just on a few executive presence morsels episodes. So hope that audio was okay for you. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't um, what I had intended with the microphone. So getting back to uh, finding Anna week. This is the uh, Friday, the last day of this series. Uh, finding Anna is a show about Anna Delvey, who's... Uh... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.